So the sun's lost. Um, how was your trip? <laughs> it was good. Yeah. Is that it? No other comment? No, no comments. No comment from me. So let's just move on to something else. Okay. I don't want to talk about that anymore. <laughs> it's been a few weeks. Uh, we've, I was on a trip and um, um, uh, we've been kind of busy. So uh, we were kind of behind because like in the, when the last episode came out, Great. I think like the Suns were losing. And so, um, you know, there's a little bit of a delay. So uh, here we are two weeks later. But uh, yeah, we'll just skip that topic. So, yeah, we don't need to uh, talk trip about was it. good. That's right. Uh, we went to Myrtle Beach uh, with uh, with the family. Uh, we went in the ocean, ate a lot of seafood, and then um, watched the Olympics and ate lots of ice cream. That's and usually I'm how fat, it goes. So. Like just watch Olympics right? and pig out and be like, man, they're amazing athletes. As I, I eat know, right? More. Cream. Yeah. No, we were critiquing. We were like, ah, oh, she could have done better. Eats more ice cream. You know. Right. So. Yeah. Because we're ones yeah. to say and, and judge on that. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, that's good. I'm glad you're able to do that trip. Um, as far as me, uh, just been busy, um, you know, with work. And then we have been, um, my wife and I have been watching the Olympics as well, um, enjoying it. And then uh, shout out to those that didn't catch it. There's, if you have uh, the Peacock streaming service, there's a show called Olympic Highlights. Um, and it's hosted by Kevin Hart and Snoop Dogg. And it is really funny. And just hearing them recap sports and like analyze sports was really funny so for anybody that didn't get to check out that show maybe if you'll be able to find it um but it was pretty funny like just hearing their commentary um so we definitely tuned into that just to kind of get like you know daily highlights of, if, of anything we might have missed um nice so shout out to them that was like did that it's a pretty good show yeah it's really funny just them working together and then individually like they're both just really funny um, they should do that for like future sports maybe like when football starts yeah, they were saying they wanted to work together more. And so I'm I'm definitely a fan of that. Like I would watch anything if they were commentating it or, you know, just narrating it like that'd be awesome. Um, I need to check. That so, out. yeah, we watched I didn't that. even know that was on Peacock. I think I have an yeah. account, but I haven't I haven't uh, logged in in a while. Yeah, it was really good. So my wife and I definitely enjoyed that and a lot of their humor. Um, so it was pretty funny. Um, and that's pretty much what we've been doing. Um you know how life gets it gets pretty busy so we haven't been able mm-hmm. to do a lot of uh this type of stuff so sorry for anybody that's uh been listening there's been a little bit of a gap but we're hoping to get back up to speed as things kind of hopefully get in a little more of a groove uh when it comes to the you know the fall so yeah uh, getting geared towards that and then um as we mentioned last week cody and i have a trip uh in september we're going to be uh seeing each other so we're excited um about that uh, and hope to be able to put together some content while we're uh, together. It just makes it easier. Like we do our best with uh, over video and stuff, but it's definitely a different feel when you could just record and uh, do yeah. stuff there together. So we're looking forward Maybe to I'll that. Maybe I'll be able to fit all my stuff because we're really cheap. So we're just doing the overhead bag. So I might mm-hmm. be able to fit all my clothes, my laptop, everything, and then maybe some recording equipment in the bag. We'll so I'll yeah. figure it out. That'd be nice. If not, maybe I could just bring mine. We'll share. We'll figure it out um yeah and how to get that so so it may just be us with our phones so but that'd be it hey as long as we get some something in there so um you know no matter the quality so um but we're gonna go ahead and jump in um to what we want to talk about today that was a rough transition but here we go um (laughs) not very smooth but um a few weeks ago we had talked about um we did a, a few part series on what to teach your kids about uh money and how to teach your kids about money and so a topic that kind of comes from that um, 
you know, Cody that we kind of thought about uh, is for parents maybe that are interested, like, okay, I know how to teach my kids about money, but maybe what are some things that I would want to look ahead and maybe want to help out my kids with uh, maybe some future needs. Um, and so I thought that'd be good for us to talk through and then practically, like, how do you go about that? Um, you know, whether it's saving or if you want to maybe set something up in an account and invest um, for your kids for a future date. Um, and so this would probably be, you know, later on, um, you know, past when they're um, 18 um, or, you know, when they're a little bit older. And so, um, you know, I guess we could start out, Cody, what are some things that you would uh, maybe suggest or maybe that a parent would think about um, for their kids and want to kind of like think ahead and, and maybe start in, uh, putting some money aside to meet those needs, um, mm -hmm. you know, down the road? What would you what are some things you would think of with that? Yeah. Uh, so first would be um, education. Mm. And so go yeah, back to the one. not the last podcast, but the two before that, the part one, part two series we did on um, teaching your kids about finances. Uh, that's education is probably the greatest gift you can give somebody. And so uh, go go back to that um, for that. But uh, as far as setting up, say, accounts and, and prepping uh, to help them succeed um, outside of that, um, I would definitely say things like education as far as funding of it, say, um, high school or college, um, especially college because it's extremely expensive. Mm. Um, some other things you might could think of would be like if you want to provide their first car or if you want to help pay for their first car. Uh, other things maybe like, uh, if you, uh, plan to, um, pay for their wedding in the future, if they have one and, uh, you, you may want to prep for that. Um, if senior trips, um, events, uh, things that experiences you want your kids to have, just things that could come up that mm. might be hard to cash flow, That would be good. Right. You know, a good idea to save. Um, and then honestly, just setting them up a nice savings account and just having it when they become an adult, you know, that could be, that could be great. Um, mm -hmm. go ahead and starting IRAs or, uh, you know, whatever you can to, to help them set them up for success. So, you know, there really is no limit to it. Um, uh, but I would definitely say, you know, the, go to the basics, um, definitely college. Um, I know a lot of people want their kids to go through college and, you know, a lot of people go into debt for college. And so if you could really help them get a head start in their education without having to take in any student loans or very mm -hmm. little student loans, I, you're going to really set them up for success. Uh, yeah. So I would say that one probably top priority. Yeah, for sure. And, and I know, um, you know, I, I think those are great things you listed, um, Cody. And I know each person's maybe mentality is different when it comes to college. And I think that's totally fine. Like some, I know a lot of people that are very much like, I want to help out my kids as much as possible with college. And then I also know some people that's like, if my kid wants to go to college, maybe I don't want to help out with that. And I want them to kind of feel the weight of that decision on where do you go and what do you study and all those kind of things, or maybe paying your way, you know, working a job through that. Um, or some are maybe like, you know, maybe I'll do part of it or maybe I'll help out with something else. So these are all options. We're not saying that you have to do, like you need to pay for your kid's college. Like whatever it matches your goals and your values for your kids, um, you know, those these are great ideas that Cody, you know, threw out there of just things you may want to contribute to. Um, so I think college is a big one, you know, at least helping out a little bit if you wanted to. Um, 
you know, another thing that, you know, I thought of that I've heard people say is maybe they might want to help out with, um, you know, a down payment on your first house, you know, because it may be a little bit before somebody could save that money up. So if you want to be a little bit of a blessing and help them, you know, with that, that could be um, an opportunity um, as well. Um, and then, you know, great point you made, Cody, just kind of like just starting out, like a lot of us, you know, when we first kind of went out on our own, we just don't have a lot. So a little bit that a parent can contribute can go a long way just to kind of help them start out. Um, you know, so they're not kind of starting from scratch. They have at least a little mm-hmm. bit, um, you know, saved up that they can, they can help with. But I think the car is a great idea too. Um, you know, helping out with that. Um, and then if a wedding is in the future, that's, you know, expenses are going up for that. So if you're planning on paying or helping pay, um, for your kid's wedding, that's something you probably want to get started on soon. Um, and so I definitely think, you know, if you notice a trend with the things that we're bringing up, um, a lot of them are pretty big dollar items. So this is the reason we want to think of these first and not that, you know, you have to set aside all the money right away. Um, but maybe you do a little bit at a time while the kid's growing up. So that way it's ready by the time, you know, they need it. Um, so Mm -hmm. it's not like, Oh shoot, they're going to college next year and we have nothing, you know? And so then you don't have a choice to help out or not. You just probably won't be able to. Um, so at least have the option, um, to help out, you know, if you wanted to. So I think those are, um, really good options, you know, that you listed and, somebody chose to do none of them i think kids would still be fine but i think it's a little extra stuff you can do um you know on top of it if you wanted to uh kind of set your kids up yeah absolutely yeah i mean um if you could really help like uh as far as say like saving it's really going to depend on how old your kids are because we're kind of talking about you know having pretty young children i guess um so you've got maybe 10 to even 18 years that you know college could come up or, or, you know, maybe 20 plus years for that wedding or 15 for the car, stuff like that. Um, but if you are say, like Will said, it's coming up next year, you know, strategies may be a, a bit different. You may be looking at cash flowing, um, mm-hmm. having to stop some, some other savings to be able to help pay for that. Um, unfortunately you may have to look at student loans. Um, and hopefully we'll be talking about debt sometime down in the future. Um, so you kind of want to avoid that if you can. Um, but you know, if that's something you have to do, it's something you have to do. And, um, uh, so when it comes to, when we say saving, if they're young, you probably want to start investing. And, uh, if you've got that 15, 18 years there, you could really get some good, uh, uh, interest rates going in your favor mm-hmm. through nice tax advantaged accounts, like a 529 um an utmost uh there's a couple of others um and uh that might be that's a in my opinion it's a really good way to to get there so Mm -hmm. for example if you um say your kid's born and you're thinking okay by the time they turn 18 then they'll be able to go to college so if we just put a hundred dollars a month into a investment account through a 529 plan um and an eight percent uh typical interest rate you could get up to forty eight thousand dollars now, if you would just That's, save yeah. that hundred dollars, you would get up to twenty one thousand six hundred dollars. Um, I'm mm. trying to read my handwriting here, and so that's more than, or that's less than half, if yeah. you had just saved the hundred dollars a month versus if you had invested. And that forty eight thousand actually turns out to be about what college costs right now. 
Um, and the one thing to keep in mind is that college inflation is a bit more than regular inflation. So regular inflation is about 3% and college inflation is about 8%. So you definitely want to figure out, get an idea. And there's many calculators online of how much college mm-hmm. is going to be for your kids. So if you got five years down the road, you might want to plug that in and, and see, you know, just about how much it's going to be. Right. And know that you also don't pull it all out at the, at first, you don't pay for college yep. immediately. You usually pay per semester. So you also may be able to get some more growth in that four years, um, mm-hmm. or you'd be able to cash flow a little bit. Um, so you know, there's a lot of stuff there. And then there's no shame in not being able to pay for the entire amount. If you were right. only able to do 50 bucks a month, and or your your kids five years away from college, then something's better than nothing. Mm-hmm. And you might be able to get them a head start. You may be able to help pay for their first and second year, and then they pay for the rest. Or you both are working together. They're working a part time job mm-hmm. to help pay for it. Or you're just able to really help that burden, and you don't have to have as much student loans. Like any anything that I just said mm-hmm. is to help your kids. So you know, don't think that oh no, I should have started when they were born, and now. I, I can't do anything. There's no interest rates working in my favor. I don't have time in the market. Uh, don't think that way. You know, anything is better than, than nothing. Yeah. So uh, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, no, I, I agree. Like, uh, don't feel bad if you can't, um, you know, cover all of it. But definitely every little bit counts. I mean, I think you made a great point. Like, there's different ways you can pay for these things if you want to do them. Um, you know, you could try to cash flow them, which is basically just saying, you know, let's say, you know, whatever the, um, the thing is, I'll change example from college since we've been talking about that one a lot. Let's just say like, it's, um, you know, you want to pay for a wedding. So then you'd have to figure out a way within your year to save that money really quick, um, to be able to cover, you know, for a, a wedding. And so for a lot of people that big of an expense, it's really difficult to come up with just from your monthly budget of just setting that money aside really quick. And so with that, that's something that we would recommend. Um, you know, I mean, it's better than nothing if that's all you can do. But if you want to um, really contribute a lot to that, um, you'd want to get started early. And so that's, you know, the reason then it comes into do you save for it ahead of time? Or do you invest in a specific account, um, you know, for that need? And so I think it really depends on how soon to Cody's, you know, point that you mentioned, um, you know, if it's pretty recent, like it's going to come up pretty soon, then saving may be a better option just so you can at least get as much in there as you can. And then you don't, you know, have any risk that it, you know, the market may, uh, you know, go down or you lose any money. And then it's, you know, even more not as, um, uh, effective as what you were hoping for. Um, so I think it, dep- it you know, I, I don't think it's just across the board of something you should do. I think it really does depend on, um, you know, how soon is this coming up will affect how you're maybe look at paying for it. Um, so that's what I'm saying. Like if it's really close, you're probably going to have to cash flow it. If it's one to five years. I mean, look at saving and then these are kind of variable, but you know, between five to 10, um, you know, definitely. Um, look at investing and then 10 plus is for sure. I would recommend, yeah. um, you know, investing it. Um, and so that's just based on, you know, and it, it, you know, it depend on how risky of investing you'd want to do, or, you know, uh, maybe something a little more safe to not lose that money. Um, but to Cody's point, the difference between saving and investing can be quite, quite large. Like over that 18 year span that you mentioned, like that's almost double that you're able to help out 
just by investing it. And so I think for a lot of times we want to, you know, um, we maybe want to help out um, kids, uh, but maybe we don't think through what's the most efficient way to do it. And so we have right intentions, right? We set the money aside. We want to save it. But if we don't put it in the right vehicle, the right account and investment, um, then it maybe you know, we could have gotten more out of it. And so you could have, you know, been a greater help than even you might have noticed with the mm-hmm. same amount of effort. I mean, you're set aside the same amount of money. Um, but as Cody mentioned, Cody mentioned like 50 bucks a month, um, you know, it's a little bit, it may be a sacrifice for some, but if you do something around that depends on, again, how much you want to contribute. I know people that do a lot more, maybe like more like a hundred or 200 a month, but that may not be feasible. Maybe it's 10 bucks, you know, maybe it's something like that, just a little bit at a time, but you can set that aside for your kid and see it grow in, you know, I think 18 years is plenty of time, um, or less, you know, 10 years, um, uh, to see something really grow and be, and be useful. Um, you know, in that. So that's kind of be what I would, uh, what I would say as far as how to get there. And then as far as accounts go, there's a few different, if you wanted to invest, um, say you're like, maybe just had a kid or your kids, you know, you know, pretty young, let's say like, you know, five or 10 and you want to invest. Um, there's a few different ways you can do it. So I'll kind of generalize, um, just for the, um, purposes of our conversation here. Um, and not get too in depth, but basically you've got f- what's called a 529 plan. And uh, some of you may have heard of this uh, before, or very familiar with it, um, but that's specifically designed towards education. So most often what it's used is for college um, as far as a uh, saving for that. And then you have things called UTMAs and UGMAs, and those each one stand for their own things. And we love, there's always acronyms in finance just to make things more complicated. <laughs> um, but basically, those are type of custodial accounts. So basically, it's something where you can set something up that eventually goes to your kid, and you're just kind of custodian over that um, for a period of time. Um, so really, the main differences between those is how they're treated tax-wise, and then as well, um, you know, what they can be used to fund, and then you know, who actually owns it. Um, so there's a little bit of differences between each one. And as I mentioned, a 529 is, you know, used for education. So the great perk of this is if you put set money into this account and it grows, and then if it's used for something that's a qualified education expense, and I'll go back to that in a bit, um, then it, it's tax free when the money's purchased. So instead of taking the money out of the account and you've got to pay either, you know, a capital gains or an income tax on that money. Um, you know, the kid might instead, if they pay for something with school, it's tax free. They don't have to pay any tax when they take it from the account and buy, you know, and actually use it. Um, and so that's a really great perk, uh, for it. And even too, I've been doing a little bit of research. Um, that list of qualified expenses is actually growing quite a bit. Mm -hmm. Um, so things like trade schools, so it doesn't have to be just college. Like it doesn't have to be stuff like that. And I think even some programs I saw are allowing you to use it for like K through 12, even education. Yeah. So if you wanted to send your kid to a private school or something like that, that even could be used, um, you know, depending on, um, you know, what kind of school it is for that, which is really cool. Like if you wanted to say, hey, we got this money set aside for college, but it might be more effective, you know, for your kid um, if maybe college is 
you know, isn't a best fit for them, focus on maybe what you could do in a K through 12 environment. Um, and so that's a really cool uh, function as well. And then I know people that, um, or I've heard of people, you know, you can kind of figure out what classifies as education. You know, you can kind of say, well, the kid needs this for education. So it, it does depend on what you can use it. But um, being able to get it tax free is really cool um, mm -hmm. as far as when they spend it um, on that. Um, and then the um, as far as custodial accounts, those are more just tax benefits, um, um, you know, for how to transfer money. So you don't have to use it on something specific. But there will be taxes involved when that money is taken out of the account. So it's kind of the trade-off, right? Like if you do yeah. a 529, um, if you spend it on education, it's tax-free. But the other accounts, it doesn't have to just be education, but you know, you're gonna have to pay taxes. So that's a classic thing with like tax codes. And same thing with when we talk about retirement, is you know, there's usually a trade-off of you can only use it for this or you can't use it until a certain time. But then there's tax benefits that come with it. So right. it's all about trade-offs. Um, so I think it depends on what you want to use the account for. So say if you want to save for your kid's college, then 529 makes sense, right? But if mm -hmm. it's something else other than education, then more a custodial account might be a better idea. Does right. that make kind of sense what I'm explaining? Like, yeah. you know, like it really just depends on what you want to use it for. That kind of helps you make the decision on, you know, where right. the money should go. Yeah, I like how you mentioned the... Um it's education, so it doesn't necessarily just mean the tuition. Right. Uh, it can mean right. the books. It can mean the laptop. It can mean the transportation to get there. Right. Um, it could be the uh, room and board, the food, things like that uh, that help them mm -hmm. get that education as well. And um, uh, so that could be something you could think about. You say maybe you know they're going to like a trade school, and you think you might be able to cash flow that, but you've got you know books you've got the laptops you're going to need just all these other things you could still have a 529 and use those benefits mm -hmm. to pay for those things or right. vice versa you may be able to pay for just the tuition you may have to cash flow the other stuff like the textbooks things like that right or the kid and, pays um, for it. you know options like exactly. that like you know again you don't have to cover it all so yeah that's definitely right an they could go get a job you know uh there's, there's so many things and there's a lot of scholarships out there as like, well so and if i'm not mistaken um, I believe grandparents can also give towards 529s. Yeah, um, there's definitely I'll a lot of flexibility that. with that, um, yeah. you know, and who can contribute and stuff like that. It's, it's kind of kind of cool where you can, um, you know, set up an account and have, you know, I think it has to be certain qualified, um, you know, relations can contribute to it. Um, yeah. But there's definitely open it opens it up for stuff like that, for yeah. sure, where you can, you know, help contribute to that. Um, and then you could change the beneficiary to yep. the next kid if there was some money left over. Yep. Or if I'm not mistaken, you can also, um, if there's like, say, a lump sum of money that's still there and the education's done, your your kid's an adult and the money's just sitting there, then you could just give it to them and then just taxes would be applied to that. But that's still some money that you could give towards your kids. For sure. So, yeah. So you can still use that money. Um, but if it's not for education, there's going to be taxes associated with that. Mm -hmm. So it's just the um, kind of the trade-off with that. And then to the point that you made, which is a really great thing about 529s, is you can um, transfer who the account is assigned to. And it, I, I believe the real thing, it just has to be a family member. So you couldn't just pick anybody and transfer a 529. Um, but say an example, if you had a few kids 
and your first kid you saved up in your example, Cody, let's say you saved in 40,000, which is buying less and less. So it may not pay for a fully funded college these days. Um, you know, depends on where you go, what scholarships you get, all those kind of factors play into it. But let's say you saved up 40,000 total from spent, you know, 50 bucks a month for 18 years for the kid. And let's say their college costs 20,000, right? So now you've got 20,000 left sitting in the account. Well, shoot, you know, what do you do? But then if you look at it, okay, maybe I just want to move that down to my second kid if you have another mm-hmm. one. So then you can just transfer that to the next kid and now it's for them to use. So it's a really cool perk with that. Or if you want, you know, to your point, if you want to give it, um, you know, let the kid keep it, they can spend it on, you know, anything extra. Um, but it would just be, you know, taxes associated with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's another another thing to consider. It, I think it'll depend on your parenting style. Um, and and again, wh- how much control you want the kids to have. But ownership should also be a big factor. Um, so with 529s, you are the owner of the account. So you can control where the money goes, what's it's spent on. And then if you want to transfer who the beneficiary is, you get to make those decisions versus some custodial accounts are more based on um, once the kid becomes an adult, then they are the owner and can use it for whatever they want. Um, Mm -hmm. So that's a little bit of, you know, um, a contrast there as well. I know some people that may want to be like, well, I don't, you know, if I got a really rebellious kid, (laughs) you know, I don't want them blowing all this money that I've like worked really hard. But then other people say, well, that's a great test of if your kid got what you were teaching, giving them the freedom to spend that money um you know you know what see fit and then they spend it how they spend it that's kind of it so it depends on which way you want to view it but i think um that's another thing you want to consider um you know because 529 you're in control but then with a custodial account it depends on the state i believe but whether it's 18 or 21 um once the kid becomes that age they then are the owner of the account um, so mm-hmm. it transfers over to them. So that's just another right. thing you may want to think about, um, you know, when you're making these decisions, depending on what you value uh, kind of more. Um, yeah. And then I had another thought um, that escaped me. So do you have any thoughts, Cody, before I maybe I'll think of it, what I was trying to think <laughs> yeah. of? I had one more uh, thing I was going to mention with those two. Um, I kind of um, rambled a little bit, so I'll let you uh, give your thoughts on those. Yeah, I was just going to mention, like, um, for things outside of education, like what we said, a wedding or a car or just anything that you feel like, you know, you want to give to your kids as they get older. Um, You know, you can open up just a standard account um, and it will be taxed. You'll have capital gains tax, but, you know, you still have growth. You know, Mm -hmm. don't don't think that having taxes is necessarily a bad thing. There's a lot of growth and and perks in in using a tool like that to save and, and invest and be able to, to give them something. And so, uh, you know, if you've got a good amount of time and you're like, you know what, I'm just going to throw a couple bucks into just a mutual fund or, or an ETF or something like that. And just some, some account with Vanguard or something. And that'll be maybe to their car, maybe to their wedding, maybe it'll, it'll be something I'll, I'll just give it to them. Um, if they don't get married, something like that. And just give it to it as you can, or, you know, a couple bucks here or there, or if you want to do a $50 monthly or something like that, you know, that's going to grow. That's going to grow mm-hmm. into a decent amount of money. You know, it's going to be a couple thousand dollars to be a decent chunk of change. 
And um, so, you know, that would be taxed, but it's still going to be a lot more money than if you had just saved that five or that 50 bucks and just threw it in an account. So, you know, do think about that time in the market, look at how old your kids are and think, Hmm, I've got about 10 years. I might could get some growth in something and, and be able to give them something nice. Or you may only have like five years and you're like, uh, I may not want to invest it because there's a lot of risk involved. And, you know, five years, you know, who knows what the market's going to do. And usually you want about 10, you know, to see that, that average eight to 10%. And so you may not, you may want to hold off and just save. There's nothing wrong with that. Right. Uh, just having something to save or having something to invest to, to give to them. Um, you don't even have to have a goal of what it is. I'm mm-hmm. sure when they get older, there'll be a, there will be a goal. Maybe you don't have enough in the HSA or the, uh, the uh, health insurance doesn't cover it and you need to get braces or they need to get braces or they need some sort of procedure or something, something's going to happen. There's nothing wrong with having just an account that's there to help that out. Right. And so um, that's just something to kind of think about is just maybe consider a, an account that's you just kind of give to it as needed and then you might be able to give it to them. And if, if they don't need it, maybe you could give it to them as a gift, you know, when they become Mm -hmm. an adult. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think those are, you know, good thoughts. And then, you know, just thinking about the different um, types of accounts, I think it depends on what your goal is, as you mentioned. Um, and then the other thing is you don't have to do either one. Um, you could do a little, you know, or just one. You could do a little bit in both. Um, so if you want to kind of hedge your bets and say, okay, I'll do a little bit in a 529 and then maybe a little bit in a custodial account, depending on, you know, I don't know if my kid, you know, Maybe they college isn't the best option for them. And mm-hmm. so then, you know, you have a little bit extra you, um, you know, you could use for something else. So it doesn't have to be exclusive. I think it just depends on what benefit you want to provide um, and then what makes the most sense, you know, for that. So in our example, you know, of college, I would recommend a 529 for that. But for the other things, maybe a custodial account's a better way to go or some, you know, different, uh, you know, one of the types of custodial accounts. Um, that may be a better option or just, as you mentioned, just setting up an investment account somewhere. Um, and maybe you don't want to move it over to them. Maybe you still want some control over that. So that could be, you know, an option as well. You're going to have the taxes, you know, associated with that. Um, but maybe if that reaches your end goal, that's what you want to, um, you know, Mm -hmm. put it into. Um, so I, again, I think it really depends on, um, you know, what benefit you want to provide, and then I'll help you decide, you know, what account is best for you to use and what method, um, you know, depending on how soon um, it's coming up. But I think these are definitely helpful things that can help you, um, you know, be a benefit to your kids. Um, and then as, as a side note that I'll, I'll throw in there, if you're looking at this and you're like, man, I just don't know how I can fit this in my budget. Uh, first off, again, it's okay you know, if you can't do much or at all, like, you know, giving your kids the love and knowledge and, you know, um, care that they need, you know, um, these are kind of extra things that maybe you want to provide. Um, at least in my viewpoint, I don't know about you, Cody, but these, a lot of things we listed are, um, you know, extra on top things, unless you've made an obligation saying you're going to do it for them. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, a lot of things are just kind of extra. So, you know, with that, if you can't do it, I don't think you're a terrible parent, you know, if you can't help out with some of these things, but I think it's a good way to be a blessing. Um, But a quick point, and Cody and I, I know we, 
um, you know, hit the the point of saving for retirement, because for most of us, it's going to come. Um, and so I don't, you know, mean to always bring it up because uh, I know sometimes it can be a boring subject you don't want to talk about. But I would say is I would still prioritize your making sure you're um, have enough in retirement um, before you start looking at these things. And I know that may be difficult. You're like, man, is that selfish, right? Like, are, are you mm-hmm. being selfish wanting to, you know, save your 15%, um, you know, around there for retirement before you start looking at these? And what I'd say is, at least my viewpoint is I would never want to be a burden to my kids. I always want to be a blessing. So for me, if I don't have enough saved in retirement, and let's say, you know, I'm running out of money and I become a burden on them, I would hate for that to have to happen. So I would rather Mm -hmm. make sure that's taken care of. And then once that's taken care of, then I can focus on, okay, how can I be a blessing? And even then, if it's not financially, I can focus on being a blessing in other ways, like giving of my time or knowledge or whatever to them. And I can make sure I'm not being a burden on them when I get older. Um, I don't know if you disagree or agree with that, Cody, but that's at least how I would think of like, get your 15% in retirement. I know Mm -hmm. we talk about it a lot, but it's important. Most of us are going to see retirement age, and I don't want to be a burden on those that I love uh, when it comes to that. And then once you've got that and you've got a little extra margin in your budget, then you can throw some money, as we mentioned, however little or much you want to do into these extra things um, for your kids. So I don't know. What do you think, Cody? No, that's a great point. I mean, uh, you know, first you want to educate your kids, top priority. You want to give them, like you said, you don't want to be a burden. You want to be a blessing. And so I think, you know, giving them that education of how to handle finances, even if you don't provide any of that, you know, finances, but you provide the education, you know, that, yep. that's going to set them up. And then making sure you're not a burden. That, that's a really good point. That, they may not see it as a gift, but it's going to become a gift and not being a burden to them. And that, uh, you know, yeah. it's not, yeah. your children aren't your retirement. You know, that, that's your responsibility is to take care of your retirement. Right. And so that's a really good point is to, to try not to be yeah. a burden. And we don't mean that by like them not helping you as you get older, or, you know, being, uh, being around, but. Right. Exactly. I mean, like not ha- like having to help financially, like, you know, that becomes a stressor for them is providing for you financially. Absolutely. Because then they're going to have kids of their own and they're going to be having the same kind of question about their kids uh, that you're having right now about them. So uh, I would say definitely the main priority is educate them about finances. Make sure that you're covered and that you don't hope mm-hmm. that they're your retirement. And then if there's extra in that margin then you could start seeing what way you could bless them with some money mm-hmm. or some, some funds that, that could help them as they become an adult. Uh, but don't think yeah. that that's, you're a bad parent because you don't have a 529 plan or you can't afford it. That's not, yeah. that's not what defines a good parent. A good parent right. is education and making sure that you're taking care of yourself so one day you can, you're not burdening, burdening your children. There's so many other ways other than money to be a blessing to your kids. Like, just love them, you know, just give them all you've got, um, your love and care. And I, I think that's enough. So, um, you know, don't feel bad if it's if money isn't a part of it. But this is a good option. I think what we've talked through today, you know, um, giving you some options is of how money could play a part in you maybe 
passing some things on to them. Um, but there's a lot more than just money. That's just what Cody and I focus on because that's kind of what mm-hmm. all of our podcasts and materials are on. But don't feel like that's the only way. Yeah, that's really good. Uh, well, yeah. if you guys have any questions, uh, please hit us up on our website, www.willandcody.com. And we'll answer your questions there. If you got anything about, uh, want to learn any more about 529 plans, or maybe you've got an idea or you've got a budget you want us to look at, uh, maybe you can say, hey, uh, you know, I've, I, I'm thinking about this for my kids, but I don't know uh, if this is the right time. We, you know, we'd be happy to look at it, uh, give you our opinion about it. Um, so but anyway, guys, we really appreciate you listening and uh, we'll see you next time. See you guys.